Welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Steve Bauer, editor for Fender Bender Magazine, and with me today is Chris Maimoni. Chris is a frequent guest host for Collision Cast, and he was featured on the February cover of Fender Bender Magazine. So if you haven't seen it, I highly advise you to go out and, and you can go online and find it there, but it's a great story. Um, <clears throat> he is an expert, and believe me when I say this, he is an expert in all things process-driven, and he currently advises companies on how to create a motivated, creative, and hands-on workplace. Now, <clears throat> after you've heard the podcast, if you're interested to learn more about how Chris can help you, you can visit his website at www.chrismaimoni.com, and I'll spell that out for you. Uh, it's Chris, and then his last name is spelled M-A-I-M-O-N-E. So chrismaimoni.com, and there is a phone number there you can call him, and there also is a link to an email. Uh, you can also contact Chris on his LinkedIn page. Just simply go on LinkedIn, go to the search engine bar, and you can type in his name, and it usually will pop up number one on the list. So, by the way, Chris, it's great having you back on Collision Cast. Uh, you know I always enjoy our conversations, and I always look forward to the great advice that you have in store for us, um, especially for this episode. Uh, I think many of our listeners would agree that today's topic, the importance of production meetings, is often really overlooked, but it's such a valuable tool for any shop owner. I mean, however, it's, it's often it's done so hastily, or in some cases, not at all. And I, I mean, I guess my first question to you, Chris, is why do you think that is? I mean, what are they missing out on by skipping this stage in the repair process? The, you know, there's a lot of things they're missing out on. They're missing on, out on, on status updates, uh, you know, the list that they create in the beginning of the day. It evolves um, as the day goes on. Parts could be missing, uh, you know, issues in paint, uh, assembly issues. Uh, different different things can pop up that can cause the vehicle not to go. Customers can't pick up the car. That's another one. And if we don't have these production meetings, uh, the entire staff is kind of uh, going around in circles, and then at the end of the day, you're going to be left with a goose egg in uh, sales. And uh, that's not what we want. We, we want uh, sales going out the door, and we want happy customers, and obviously we want quality to go out the door. And it, doing production meetings will keep everything flowing and uh, in sequence with each other, and it will definitely increase your sales you know, going forward, because if you fine tune the the process, these processes, you're going to find also areas that are of weakness in your process, and you could fix those. And you know, one thing I've learned is if you find one thing, the the whole thing's worth it. So that's why I I believe doing a production meeting is important. In some, in a lot, again, some shops don't do it. They don't make the time, you know, excuses. Uh, you know, we have time to fix something the second time, but the first time we say we don't. You know, let's fix, fix everything the first time by correcting, by making the time to make or do a production meeting. Because if you make it a culture, um, 
it will be uh, perfect for your organization. Now, I would think a production meeting would be at least once a day. Um, but I'm guessing you would probably recommend, I mean, would you say that probably a lot of shops probably do it more than once a day? Maybe morning, afternoon, and maybe before the shop closes so you have an idea of where you are? Okay, so I've, uh, I reached out to uh, a former shop that I used to work for, and uh, I reached out to one particular location, and then I reached out to another just to verify. And one of the shops said, we only do two meetings a day. The other uh, general manager said, we do four meetings a day. Hmm. And, and, and no, I, I was just going to ask, you know, two versus four, the one who said he, d- he does four a day, what do they talk about in those four meetings? Well, here's this, this, the sequence of the meetings are go like this. The first thing before the meetings start, ladies and gentlemen, we have to make sure our team shows up on time and they show up prepared. I want to quickly just give you a quick story that happened to happened to me at my first day at service King, and we uh, were required to be at a corporate meeting uh, the then uh, VP of the Southern California market was an ex Navy SEAL and he expected us to be at the meeting at 8 o'clock I'm very punctual so I showed up at 8 he looked at the clock looked at me and said Chris you're already late hmm. and I, you know, politely asked him, well, what do you mean? He says, in the fields, if I showed up at 8 o'clock and the meeting started at 8, the boat already left. <laughs> yes. So you, you, we have to remember that time is money, and everyone that shows up on time, you know, and the other ones that don't, it's a disrespect to the other individuals that, that got up early did their production walk and you know we have to all come prepared that way the meeting doesn't last 30 minutes it lasts half that time okay and uh, go ahead was there anything else you wanted to add uh again it's just some uh, we have to all have respect uh for each other and, and at the end of the day if 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 we show up on time we come prepared the meeting's going to be a lot more uh accurate and you're going to have um, accurate times for your customers and the information by each department is going to be much more accurate and throughout the day it's just going to come it's going to be a lot more smoother versus um, other department departments not coming prepared and uh, have, you're having those gaps and it, that's where the frustration kicks in okay so if you're having just let's just let's just start at one. Let's say you're having one daily production meeting. I'm assuming that's the, like you said, first thing in the morning uh, before the shop opens. Um, I'm assuming you you walked a lot, right? You you check out the cars that you have and you see the where they are in their processes. I'm guessing that's that's probably the very first thing you do, right? Uh, typically yeah exactly that that's what the advisors or the production manager would be doing they would do that and they would report uh where the status of that vehicle is okay and then this would all if if you're the shop owner 
you know, I've heard stories, a lot of them just have huge whiteboards in whatever, you know, they, their meeting rooms are. And those whiteboards will tell you, they should tell you exactly how many cars you have. And, and like you said, where in the repair process it's at, correct? Yes. So when the employees walk, when the employees walk in the door in early in the morning, that stuff should already be on the board? Yes. Or a lot of shops, like the shops I used to work at, they come in with their production uh, lists per estimator and the general manager will then go through um, every single vehicle uh, per advisor and then he will update everything in the computer uh, based on the information uh, for uh, each vehicle. Okay. And in this particular case, this is every member of the shop should be a part of the morning production meeting, correct? Advisors, uh, if you have a production manager on staff, uh, parts manager, uh, possibly your office coordinator should be included as well. Okay. So now let's say you're going, let's say you're doing two a day. So if you're doing two a day, you're doing one in the morning and one before the shop closes at, or after the shop closes for the evening, I'm assuming? Well, if you're doing two a day, um, I would say, okay, if you're going to do two a day, it would be one at 8 o'clock and one at uh, 1 p.m. Okay. And that's just to kind of give everyone an idea, okay, this is how far we've progressed in, in the last four hours. And either A, we're behind and where we talked about this morning, or B, we're ahead, or any, I guess, any litany of topics could come up at that point, right? Yeah, yes, sir. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is where uh, if vehicles uh, are missing parts, um, if panels were mispainted, if, if we have a scratch on a fender, uh, you know, these are where these cars can be taken off the list. Uh, cars that moved ahead in production, uh, a bumper job, a fender replacement, they can be quickly added to the, uh, the production uh, to-go list, and the advisor can make uh, phone calls at that given point. Uh, one thing I want to mention at the 8 o'clock meeting, when you guys, when, when the shops have their list of what vehicles they tentatively want to go, have go you you know i recommend you make the phone calls to your customers at that point then you tell them i'm going to give you a call around one o'clock to kind of give you a status update and that and that way you you can get an idea what their availability is you know some customers say i can't pick up past three o'clock right Um, some customers say i can't pick up at all right that way you are able to you know, report that information uh, immediately uh, to the uh, general manager or the production manager so they're not working on vehicles that they don't have to. Okay. So let's just say, well, I, I would be one of them. Let's say I open up a shop tomorrow and I wanted to create uh, an SOP um, for how these meetings should go. I mean, can you outline exactly um, from A to Z you know, if I were to have an SOP that I handed out to every member of my staff, what should be the key things that are always addressed in every meeting? And, you know, earlier you had said maybe the office manager, but is would it be prudent maybe to have some of your CSRs there 
Um, is this a time for you to maybe make other announcements? Is it a time for you to encourage your crew? Um, especially if you guys, if you're overloaded with cars and, you know, it's been really busy or, you know, can you use the production time for other matters or should it just be for the, you know, the cars that you're working on and, and, and keep it, you know, keep it right down the middle about production only and leave, maybe have meetings for those other things and other times of the day. Yeah. The production meeting can be used, um, in, in a lot of different facets, uh, you know, if if we go down, you know, those d- different topics, obviously the, the, the meeting can get quite lengthy. Yeah. Um, what I would recommend is the following. I your, your, Our advisors, you know, I'm a big believer that the production meeting is not strictly about uh, status updates. You know, the car's in paint, the car's in body, the car's in final inspection. The production meeting is designed, yes, for status updates, but your advisors, your production manager, if you have one, if you don't have one, even if you do have a production manager, ladies and gentlemen, your advisors need to look at their vehicles. They need to ask the technicians, the painters, you know, do we have the door handles painted on this vehicle? Are we missing parts? Uh, you know, come back with information maybe that your your production manager missed because every single thing that you come in besides that status update, that is more information for the general manager to fix and that's less of a burden on you and you can concentrate on updating your customers, on writing your estimates, on taking care of customers on the front drive versus having to play you know the production manager if you don't have a production manager you're going to need to know this information you don't need to be an expert on uh what welds are supposed to look like properly but you can tell them you know you can ask them a team member uh does this car still need sealer and they said yes it does it still needs sealer still still needs this particular item that's something that you can report to your production meeting because if you don't report it, your general manager is going to think that that car is perfectly ready to go. Okay. And so you're, you're, they should do their, when they're doing their walks, they, they should come in with that information before the meeting starts. I recommend that you do at least three meetings a day, sometimes four. Hmm. Okay. Okay. The, the first meeting obviously is at eight o'clock. And that this is where you give that information to the general manager. If the production manager is involved, at least you can add to that conversation. And then you got then the advisors would would call their customers, get an idea of their availability, and then you can report that information accordingly at you know by eight thirty. That way, maybe even the list might change at that given point. But at least your team knows. Now, if three cars can't go, they're not concentrating on those three cars. They can look somewhere else or at least concentrate on the list that they have currently in front of them. At one o'clock, you know, five cars could drop off the list. Okay. And this is, this is where, again, the production list gets, stuff can get 
removed and get added. You can add cars that moved ahead in production, and then you can call customers accordingly um, and see if their availability at that given point. At the third meeting is just to verify that these that the final delivery of a list is confirmed that these customers will show up and it will it gives a chance to you know just have that one more conversation with the customer if needed you can also find um if customers have special requests and then you can take care of them you know i have a check engine light i have a tire light that you know is bugging me maybe it's a spare tire that's causing it you know this is an chance to increase your csi Okay. By doing these simple things. And can you give me a time frame? Like, how long should these meetings be, these ones in the afternoon? We're talking five minutes, ten minutes tops, probably? I'd say 15 minutes if everything is going smoothly, 20 at tops. Okay. All right. Well, I have one last question for you before we close up here, and that's just I want you to speak to those listeners out there who either – had had production meetings daily and have gotten away from them or have never done one before, uh, explain to them, Chris, in as, as straight a terms as you can, why it's so important to have these every day and not to slack on them. I mean, just tell it straight to them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it, it's, it's important to have these meetings because y- you're setting a culture of how you want your shop to be run. And if, let's say you started doing production meetings in the very beginning when you first opened your doors and you you did it for a year and a half, and then things started getting hectic and then you started, uh, you did them not as frequent, your team is going to notice it. And then when you start noticing things are going to go bad or getting worse, then you go back, try to go back to how you did it the original time. But your team will remember, well, you know, you know, Mr. General Manager, you, you had us do it this way the first time. Why are you backpedaling? You know, right. we, we have to continue to, to continue with that expectation that we started with when we first opened our doors because customers remember it as well. They remember the customer service they got with the, with the continuous updates, uh, with, you know, the frequent uh quality that they were receiving uh, during the final inspection uh you know uh, after you know everything is done there's no hiccups right and this i think that this is the biggest thing i would stress is that you know once you you create a bad habit it it will continue and it's going to be somewhat impossible for you to break it you may dodge bullets and, and not cause problems and then you know then you'll have one hiccup and think you can get out of it and eventually it turns into a habit so i just encourage everyone listening you know to to do these production meetings to have make sure your team shows up on time to make sure that they have all the information because that will make the meeting go a lot quicker and if you have all the department heads in terms of like having the csr involved have her him or her involved at the last meeting so they at least have the list of what cars will be going so they know what files they have to have in front of them it'll impress your customers 
So, you know, just to be organized in that fashion, you're going to have the sales go out the door. You're going to have the quality to where you, where you want it. And, it, you know, your customer retention will increase. Your Yelp reviews, everything will just go upward for you. Awesome. Uh, no, that's that's some great advice you just shared, Chris. And, you know, it's true. You know, the minute, you know, the, the, the old saying is old, you know, bad habits die hard. And I think uh, you, you were very poignant in, in pointing that out is that, yeah, if you don't stick with it, you're going to lose it. So anyway, Chris, again, uh, thank you for that advice. Uh, invaluable, in my opinion. And I hope any listeners out there who don't already have a solid production meeting process in place, I mean, take the time to put one together and, and make a concerted effort to stick with it. And if you're like, well, I don't have the time, you know, everyone's got some free time. You know, there's downtime in the summer or if you can just find a little bit of time, you know, write out a, an SOP to do this because it really is important. So, uh, again, uh, Chris, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to chat with me. Um, and actually, I know you have some interesting topics that you've already planned uh, for your upcoming Collision Cast appearances. Uh, any chance that our listeners can get a quick sneak peek on what's to come? Yes, sir. Uh, the first topic that uh, will be coming up in the pipeline, I'd like to discuss uh, in process quality uh, inspections. Uh, this can be done uh, by creating a checklist that your each department head is supposed to, to check off to make sure that you know, before they hand off the vehicle to the next department, those particular items are done, or uh, it might be done by the production manager or just the advisor. Uh, these, you know, making these saves, uh, you know, if we can make three or four saves, not just even two, and then by the time it gets to the final inspection process, those are two items we didn't have to worry, we don't have to worry about at the final inspection. Um, and you know, you're just going to make that, the expectation that much more thorough with your team. The quality is going to be there because the expectation that they know that they have to deliver a quality product before it leaves to go to their, out of their stall in, in before they get another job, it'll just create that culture. Excellent. And the last, uh, the next topic after that is how to do a final inspection, uh, of a vehicle. If uh, people listening are from California, we are very familiar with the Bureau of Automotive Repair. And the uh, way I QC the car when I used to do that, uh, I had a retired agent from the Bureau. I ran through with him the process that I, I do. And he said, Chris, if shops follow this, it doesn't matter if it's in California or Tennessee. If they follow this, they should be bulletproof uh, and deliver a quality product to their customers. And I will run through with you step by step uh, how to do that, why, you know, why we do particular things. And it'll just, you know, it'll help you in your process. And I can also help create and I want to offer my assistance in any way, shape or form. If you guys need me to, to help create on how to do a production meeting, how to do all these different processes that we're going to talk about in the future, I'm here to help you. 
Well, that's great. Well, thank you again, Chris. Both of those topics sound very interesting. And I know I'm looking forward to chatting with you about both of them in the near future. So everyone, again, I'm Steve Bauer, editor with Fender Bender, and this has been CollisionCast. We'll talk to you next week.